Well, hello, hello. It is good to see you again, and welcome back to Optimizing Your Financial World. I am your host and moderator, Ryan Ruff. It's great to be back with you again today, and we have Mark Wade, president of Echelon Family Office, joining me in just a moment. We're going to be jumping into another wealth management-related topic here on the show today. Now, if you've been a frequent listener or viewer of this show, you know that Mark and I, we had a lot of these different topics, whether it's specific strategies and solutions or looking at the advisors that individuals or businesses or families choose to work with. Either or, there's value in every conversation we bring to you guys on this show. And one thing we're going to be really emphasizing here today is, is the value, really, of finding an advisor who is truly client-centric, that puts the client at the forefront of everything, right? Doesn't that sound nice? Well, let me frame it up before we bring Mark on. You know, when advisors do truly know their clients as people, right? Not just numbers on a page. Well, they can better help them with their financial advice and other goals that they want to achieve in their life, right? Personal goals beyond what's on that page. So today we're gonna to be exploring just what client-centric advisors do to bring that real tangible value to their clients' lives and how you our audience can really determine whether or not an advisor out there is truly client-centric and walking the walk while they talk the talk. So with that being said, let's go ahead and bring Mark on and get right into today's discussion. You just saw him there. Mark, good to see you. How you doing? Hey, Ryan. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good, Mark. Always good whenever we get together. And, and yes, this is a good one. Yes, this is. is a good one, man. Um, Mark, we're talking about the importance today of, of working with advisors who really care about their clients, plain and simple. Now, this can't be a new concern or a new issue in today's day and age, right? Oh, it's definitely not new, you know, but, you know, many things have changed over time, right? So, you know, more and more advisors, you know, they've begun to focus on their clients in deeper ways than they ever did before. Let's say, you know, 50 years ago, you know, back then, much of the focus was on, you know, the investment solutions, the strategies and, and how sophisticated they were and how impressively structured they were and, you know, uh, you know, advisors, they try to identify, you know, their client's goals, but, you know, the process wasn't, you know, nearly as comprehensive and, uh, and as, uh, as total and as deep as it is today. Sure. So, so Mark, in your eyes, what steps do you see advisors taking to then understand their clients on that deeper level that we're talking about today? Yeah, well, that's a, that is a good question. You know, you know, the advisors today who really focus on their clients, you know, they're what we call client centric advisors. These advisors, you know, they work hard to understand their clients extremely well so that they can offer a broad range of solutions. Uh, you know, all the different uh, solutions to various different issues that will pop up, you know, and, you know, these solutions, they're both, uh, and the advisors themselves, you know, they're, they're impressive technically, but more importantly, they're highly aligned with what their clients want most, you know, their clients, you know, their, their goals and their desires, you know, for themselves and their families. So, you know, one of the reasons that we're seeing more financial advisors today who are paying greater attention to their clients' needs and, and those deep concerns and cares is because, you know, people have developed processes for becoming more client-centric and enhancing those skills, you know, over time, the better, the more they do it, the more experienced an advisor is, the more skilled I become at being able to discover what those needs and wants are. Sure. So let's get into the weeds a little here on that process, Mark. You know, talk about that process of becoming, you know, increasingly client-centric. And and actually, what does a truly client-centric advisor, what, is, what does he, he or she look like? What do they do? 
Well, first, let's identify we're really talking about, you know, the elite level advisors, right? Client-centric advisors who operate at an elite level, you know, and, you know, that advisor has to have, you know, a way to develop a deep understanding of each individual's clients who, you know, the person across the table who either they hope to become a client or is a client and they're constantly monitoring and updating their plans, you know, maybe you, Ryan, right? So, and, and so they have to be able to develop solutions that are directly tied to the diverse understanding that that advisor has of the client's needs, goals, and wants for him and his family. So, you know, to get to that level, there's got to be a foundation, you know, of characteristics that, that to build on really. And so, you know, at the base level, you should be looking to see whether your advisor, you know, possesses, and I'm going to say one, two, three, I'm going to say there, there's three basic qualities that'll tell you whether or not you're talking to a, you know, a, a, a client-centric advisor at the least. And the first, you know, they have to demonstrate that they care, right? I mean, caring is number one. So, you know, advisors got to, <clears throat> they have to be sincere and they have to be earnest you know, about the well-being of their clients. And, you know, their client's welfare always has to come first. It's paramount. It's, it's the number one thing. What's the best thing for my client and their family? The advisors, you know, in order to do that, they have to care about them as people and, you know, what really matters to them in their lives. Uh, the next one I would say is they got to be curious. You know, the advisors should be very interested in you. They should want to know more about you. They should, in addition to caring about your family, they should be curious about your, you know, you and your family, you know, and they have to do that in a positive and supportive way, right? So like I'm saying, you know, they have to be motivated to collect all the relevant facts about you because let's face it, they can't collect the facts. You, you can't do any analysis at all. And, you know, that's important because the only way they can make intelligent and relevant recommendations is to know the facts. This usually means that they seek, you know, to dig deeper in order to, you know, obtain the requisite information. And then, and then that number three thing, I'm going to say the number three thing is, is they have to have a consultative process. So client-centric advisors approach these relationships with their clients reflectively and cooperatively. You know, this way they can ensure that the views and the feelings and the input from their clients are always taken into account and are, are at the forefront of the decision and planning process. So, you know, they have to become excellent communicators. And that's that's the bottom line is, you know, if you do these three things, hopefully you have become an excellent communicator, meaning, you know, you know how to talk to a client in ways that clients both understand and value the conversation. Roger that. So so those three <clears throat> things, uh, caring, uh, curious, and consultative. If an advisor has all three of those things, Mark, does that then make them a truly, cons you know, a client-centric advisor? Well, let's say it's a good start. Right? <laughs> sure, okay. Because if an advisor has those qualities, you know, in in your estimation as a client, uh, well, that's that that is actually just a good start, you know. But that's really not enough. You know, those three traits are somewhat subjective, and they're not always easy to identify and or you know spot and assess so you know when it comes down to it you want to see how an advisor puts those qualities into action how does an advisor um, uh, uh, implement the fact that they care right you know that they're curious and that they have a consultative process so one of the signs that can indicate that that advisor is truly client-centric is if they employ a formal process and 
And it might seem that way to some people that, oh, well, this is a process. He's taking me through a process. And well, he should be taking you through a process because that's going to help them know you as a total person, you know, across many different areas. Essentially, you want to see that they're taking steps to carefully and thoroughly profile you in ways that will help them best understand what you want and and how they can do a better job of helping you right so you know the level of care and thoroughness of the process is really crucial here the process is crucial roger that so when we're looking at that process mark could you maybe give us an example of of what would allow an advisor mm -hmm. you know through a good process what that process would look like to allow that advisor to really gain that deeper level of mm -hmm. understanding on a client sure in fact yeah we'll, we'll kind of describe you know parts of our process, right? So, you know, we use a detailed discovery process, you know, it helps us to get to know our clients in seven key areas of their lives, right? The first is values, which is, you know, just exactly what, what, what it says. It's, you know, it's what's truly important to you about your money and your desire for success. And, and, and what are the key deep-seated values underlying those decisions and, and help you, you know, really drove you to attain the assets that you have today. You know, values, number one. Number two are uh, goals. Uh, what are the goals? What are you trying to achieve over the long run, both professionally, personally, uh, practically, and audaciously? You know, big goals result in, in big results, typically, right? You know, if, if you put your mind to it and you're persistent. By the way, persistency was a topic of another one of our uh, videos in the past, too. Uh, so and then uh, number three would be relationships and that who are all the people in your life that are important to you? That includes your family, your partners, employees, friends, everybody in your circle. You know, who are those people that are really important to you? Then and only then do the assets come into play, right? Because unless you really have a good understanding of the first three, it doesn't matter what you have or how much you have because we're not going to be able to plan well unless we know what you want to do and how you want to do it. You know, so, you know, assets are what you own and where and how are your assets held and, you know, things such as that. Uh, another important thing would be your other advisors. You know, whom do you rely on for advice? The process, which is, of course, we're really, we're, we're chatting about here, you know, how actively do you like to be involved in the managing of your financial life? And how do you prefer to work with and communicate with your valued advisors? It's a real important thing. You know, some people want to talk on the phone. Some people are emails. Some people are in person. Some people are video online or some combination of all those things. So what kind of process is comfortable to you and, and how do you want to be communicated to? And then, look, this is one that all too often some people overlook and it's interest. You know, what are your passions in life? including things, the obvious things like your hobbies and sports and leisure activities, and maybe they're not so obvious things like your charitable and philanthropic invo uh, involvements, uh, religious and spiritual proclivities, and, and even your children's schools and activities. So, you know, those are the seven areas that we really dig deep into in our discovery process. I, I love that interests come into play because, I mean, boy, does that help you kind of shape your idea of who this individual is and obviously guide some recommendations moving forward. But, you know, Mark, one thing that also really well, it immediately jumped out to me was the fact that assets wasn't the first thing. It wasn't the initial part of the process. In fact, it was about knee deep into the process before you're talking about the numbers on the page. Talk to me about this and why it is that way. You know, you're absolutely right, Ryan. Absolutely right. And no, and that's why it was kind of 
you're kind of down the list of the things that I mentioned to you, right? Because, you know, just one of the categories concerns is assets, right? Think about it. Six of the other seven are all focused on helping the financial professional better understand who you are, you know, and what you want to achieve as a person, as a spouse, as a parent, and so on. So, and it's, it's not by accident that only one of them is assets either. It's by design. If the financial professional, you know, can understand you at a very deep level, you know, then we have a shot at being able to be far more comprehensive in the terms of the strategies that, that we can offer as in, in part of our totally, total comprehensive strategy. Okay. Then we can better identify those specific solutions within those strategies that really line up with what you want to accomplish. And that's why we have to do that deep discovery. So for example, and if I can give an example here, you know, it's, if all, prof if all the professional knows about is your investments and your retirement goals, the solutions that that professional is going to offer you, is probably going to begin with and end with those topics. Whereas in contrast, if a professional understands the hopes and dreams you have for your children and grandchildren, as well as the concerns that, you know, you might have about, you know, how they achieve their the outcomes they're going to achieve in their life. You know, the advisor, as an advisor, I should say, not just any advisor, but as an elite level advisor, you know, we can then craft a broader, more far reaching plan, you know, that takes the full picture of your life into account. Because if all we know are the assets, we're going to miss all the other really important stuff, like what's important to you. Yeah, yeah, Mark, I, I love that. But I think it's worth asking also, I mean, that deep dive, that discovery process, mm -hmm. I mean, not every discovery process is going to look just like the one that you outlined for us, correct? I mean, they can be fine-tuned and tweaked, correct? Well, yeah. In fact, let me let me go back a little bit and state that that's our process, but not every client-centric advisor is going to have the exact same seven categories we have in their process, or they may call them something slightly different, you know, but the one category, the one thing that is constant is that we find that all advisors, if they are client-centric advisors, as, are going to have, as part of their discovery process, values, okay? In fact, we think that's one of the most important conversations you can ever have with a financial professional is about your values. You may say, okay, Mark, you know, I get it. I know why assets are important, but why are the values so important? Well, you know, because they're one of the core motivations for everything we do in our lives. We're driven by our values. You know, we have a profound impact on every important decision we make comes from our own personal values and, and what we believe in. So, you know, it comes from what we, you know, what we choose to do for a living, you know, to who we choose to marry, to how we choose to spend our free time. And, you know, that means our values are tightly connected to the amount of meaning we bring to our lives. Our values help guide our meaning in life. So, you know, let's say you're a parent and, and let me know if this is a good time to, to give you an example or not. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and do it anyway. <laughs> you know, let's say you're a parent and and you have and you probably value your children above almost everything else in the world because all good parents do. So as a result, you know, you want to protect them and you want to educate them well and you want to set them 
on a smooth path in life. You want to get them on a good glide path. You know, so financially speaking, you might want to build an adequate college fund for their education, right? This is a very common goal, but underlying it is the fundamental value of love for your children. That's why you're doing it. So, you know, the upshot is, you know, when values and wealth are aligned, the potential for a life that gets infused with, you know, meaning becomes so much more possible. You're able to, to find sometimes new meaning and really find what the real deep meaning of life is to you when your values and your wealth are aligned. Oh, no, Mark, that's great. I, I, I love this conversation for a lot of reasons, but at the end of the day, I mean, when you think about wealth management related discussions, I mean, your mind immediately jumps to numbers on a spreadsheet, investment management, and we talk about that a lot on this show, the different strategies and solutions out there, but you, you know, the client, boy, is that also so important. So Marcus, we're bringing the show to a, you know, a real head here today, bottom line for us, you know, what can working with a <clears throat> client centric advisor ultimately help you do better? Uh, you know, than, than anything else. Hey, Ryan, look, nobody likes to create and talk about charts and graphs and numbers more than we do, right? I mean, we are analytical by nature. You know? <laughs> sure. but, but when you work with professionals who truly want to know you on a deep level, you know, you could potentially put yourself in a superior position, you know, to pursue the outcomes that are the best for you and your family. So, you know, that is the outcomes that are most meaningful to you and the people that you care about. You know, you can only do that when you have an advisor that is working from a, a very deep and strong discovery process to find out what's important and meaningful to you and your family. So you know, that's why it makes sense to get a clear to get clear, you know, on the process that an advisor uses in order to get to know you. That process has to seek to help the advisor understand you in a full, comprehensive, deep way. Okay. And that can be a good sign that an advisor walks the talk when it comes to being client-centric. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely, Mark. And for those out there in our audience today, uh, you know, let's let's say they're 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 hearing the message loud and clear, and they're realizing the need to work with a truly client-centric advisor like yourself. And maybe they want to reach out to you and your team and open up a dialogue in some capacity. What would be the best way somebody could get a hold of you and your your uh, your team over there at Echelon? Oh, great! Thanks, Ryan. So you know, most people like to look. At, uh, at potential people they're looking to get to know on the web, right? So, you know, feel free to visit us on the web at www.echelonoffice.com. That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N office.com. Uh, feel free to call right in at 888-892-9882. Or if you're so inclined, feel free to email me directly. I promise I'll respond. That's M-W-A-D-E. That's M -W -A -D -E at Echelon Wealth, E-C-H-E-L-O-N, the word wealth.com. All righty. Awesome, Mark. Well, hey, look, I appreciate you carving some time out of your day and jumping on here, diving into this idea of, you know, what even is a client-centric advisor and taking us through that thorough discovery process. A lot of good value and conversation here today and uh, looking forward to being with you on the next one, man. Hey, Ryan, it was great. A great day. See you next month.
Alrighty, fantastic. And hey, look, we want to, before we leave you guys, we want to say thank you for jumping aboard and being with us and hanging out on the show today. As always, if you took anything away from today's conversation, you know, you're understanding this value of working with uh, an advisor who's truly client centric. Do us a favor, subscribe to the show on whichever, you know, platform you check this out on today. And then, of course, share this information with any friends, you know, family, business owners, anyone that you think would benefit from these types of discussions on this show. We remind you to hit that subscribe button so that way you never miss out on a new episode that Mark and I are churning out because we've got a lot of great Great wealth management conversations. And we'd love for you guys to be a part of the future ones as well. So for Mark, I'm Ryan. We're going to go ahead and say so long, but we appreciate you guys hanging out with us today here on Optimizing Your Financial World.